Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. Oh man, you know what? You ever sit there and you get kind of a creepy feeling and you think, oh my God, we've been talking pest control today. You know, going from subjects of uh, mice and rats and raccoons and then to cockroaches and carpenter ants, termites. But you know what though? Honestly, it's one, it's one of those cases that you hate to really talk about it because you never want to admit that you have this problem. But if you don't talk about it, if you don't admit it, then you're not going to get rid of them. And why on earth would you want to, uh, have any type of pests in your place, your home? It doesn't matter. I know there's certain things that you could find in houses like townhouses and semis and detaches. And then of course there's other things that you would actually find in condominiums. Because people that live in condos, they figure, hey, you know, I'm living in a condo. I don't have to worry about pest control. But I'm going to talk about that. But one quick thing, uh, Joe Bruno is on the uh, in the show today with me. And, you know, Joe, you mentioned about the queen for carpenter ants. Right. Now, I, I've got a really big question here. Like, where does she come from originally? Like, is there one hatching with nothing but queens? Or one ant ends up being hatched and it happens to be a queen? How does that all come up, revolve? Well, what what typically happens is that, you know, you'll have a, a colony of ants, you'll have a queen, and then at some stage, the colony is just so big that the queen now decides to reproduce herself. She will then lay eggs, which become male, female reproductives. And so you may see, when you start to see winged ants, some of those ants are male and some of those ants are female. They'll fly around and they'll mate, and then the males then have done their business, and now we have fertilized female reproductives, which become queens. And so they'll fly off, and then they'll find a little bit of soil somewhere or a tree somewhere, and then they'll start their own colony. And then the process continues from there. So you'll have new colonies starting. So you'll have a queen. She will start laying eggs. The eggs will become workers. The workers will go out, groom her. They'll bring back food to the nest. So now she has her nutrients, and then she'll start to create more eggs, which become more workers, and so on, and so on, and so on. And then in about three or four years, when her colony is big enough, they've reached, let's say, 10,000 ants, she will then lay eggs, which become allates, which are male-female reproductives, and then that swarming process will take place again. Oh, wow. And new queens will be reproduced, and then so on, and so on. And, and so, so on. So, so the queen ant will always have the wings. Or anything reproducting through the queen the, ant and so on will always have wings. But most carpenter ants don't have wings, though. They the have other wings. Ones the queen ant will have wings initially. Right. Once she's mated with the male allate, and she will lose her wings and become a queen. The male now will be discarded from the nest. He's done his business. He's no longer needed by all the females there. Oh, man. And so the, the, those guys are useless <laughs> now. <laughs> and they get kicked oh, out of here. They're like, out of here. Okay, go. <laughs> it's the same story as uh, the same thing with uh, with wasps and bees. It, they're basically part of the same family. It's called Hymenoptera. Wow. So it's the same family, and they do the same thing. Well, I wish right. I knew you last year. I had a I had a bee, a wasp issue. The hornets, the right. uh, yellow hornets, yes. they're dangerous. They, yeah, they are ridiculously dangerous. Mm. Uh, we were actually up in, uh, we have a country home up in Dunville. I had a shrub mm-hmm. that I had, 
I threw it aside in a little bucket that I had because I was right. going to toss it for the garbage. I never got around to it for, you know, the recycling when they pick right. it up and stuff. And I, I just forgot about it. So anyway, so we, uh, a few months later, we decide we're cleaning up the garden and I walk over to this thing and I pick it up right. and I'm walking with it. And then I got attacked by yellow hornets and I got 18 stings. Enough to call the paramedics, the ambulance. I almost died. It was unbelievable. Oh, my well, 18, God. E- 18 bee sting, or wa- mm-hmm. wasp stings. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, I passed out. I, I was unconscious. Oh. Yeah, totally, because the venom, I guess, with 18 of them. Oh, yeah, my husband called. The, the ambulance came. The OPP came. And, really? Uh, oh, yeah, they had to rush me to the hospital. They had to give me oxygen. And it was not, it was, what I had done, I'll tell you what happened was, mm-hmm. the, they created a nest under the shrub. Can you imagine a dead shrub? Yes. In the, you know, just sitting there in this bucket. They created mm-hmm. a nest under there. When I picked it up, I broke the nest in half. Oh. Okay. And then they started to attack me. And I started running because I see all these wasps. And my husband comes over to try to help me. They don't, they don't go after him at all. They know it was me. Yes. Yes. So the first thing I thought was, okay, run in the house. Mm-hmm. So I ran into the house and my husband came after me. You know, no wasps came with me. Right. Uh, you know, once I read, they, they took off. And then I started to feel really hot, like ridiculously hot. I thought it was burning up. And I decided I was going to go and just get a cool shower to tone the temp- body temperature right, down. Right, right, right. And literally, I passed out in the shower. My husband caught me. Oh and that was the, the next thing I know I was in the hospital. It was really bad. So people really, uh, they have to watch for that because you, I never knew that hornets, those wasps could live under the ground like that. I had no idea. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They can. They'll nest anywhere, really. And I mean, last year was the worst year I've ever seen for wasps. There's so many of there them, was, wasn't there? Last year was ridiculous when it comes to wasps. They were everywhere, especially at the end of the year. Seeing calls after calls after calls. We got wasps in our home. We have wasps here. We have wasps there. They were everywhere. I've never seen anything like it. So I don't know if that will be the case this year. I think Mother Nature it works in cycles. Last year was a wasps year. So maybe this year it will be a different kind of year. It will be a different insect that's going to you know, be everywhere. Maybe it's ladybugs this year. Or, well, or ladybugs, that's another one too, is you see them sometimes. Like I actually have an EpiPen now. So if anybody has, you know, it's good to keep those. So it's for, you know, because now I apparently have some kind of immunization with wasps and so on after having right. so many stings. So something called an EpiPen uh, right. in an emergency situation. If you mm-hmm. had that, would help mm-hmm. you. But uh, but I know ladybugs too. I mean, they're all of a sudden. You know, you're at your house and you see a ladybug flying around your house. Like, what what's that all about? Well, it's going to depend. Like ladybugs, it's also a cyclical thing. They you'll see more ladybugs when there's more aphids in the trees. They live off the honeydew of the uh, of those particular insects. So if you have a tree, a peach tree, for example, and it's got a lot of aphids in it, you you start to notice that the leaves are starting to curl and become black. Well, you have a lot of aphids. You're going to have a lot of ladybugs. That's just the way it works. And it's not a bad insect. I mean, it's not going to They're harm supposed to be anyone. good it's luck. More of, a nuisance, <laughs> more of a nuisance insect. But they, they actually are a very beneficial uh, insect in terms of keeping the population of aphids down. So nothing really to worry about. No. No, no, no. no, no absolutely not. They will get into your, they could get into your house and maybe uh, congregate around window ledges. And they're probably going to get in through areas around the brick or any kind of gaps that you have. If you have some loose caulking, they may congregate there and overwinter there, but I really w- wouldn't really worry about them too much. But I'm sure that with the winter that we've had, 
will have some kind of uh, infestation of some kind of insect or, or mammal. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just a question of let's just wait and see what it is this year. Which the year is? before it was mice. I mean, I've never seen so many mice before last year. Last really? year was wasps, and then the year before <laughs> that was mice. And now it seems like we're going back into mice and rats again. <laughs> so, I mean, you get the rat calls all at the same time. You know, you get them in September, and then all of a sudden, two weeks ago, it was just like rats, 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 rats. All oh, man, rats. really? So now oh, we're going into, who knows what we're going to end up with this year. Well, I guess they're all hidden in quarters all over the place, and, uh, you know, because they're not going out and about. So yeah. maybe, uh, you know, it's it's created you know, more of uh, reproductive yeah, <laughs> reproduction exactly. on, the, on the rat world. Yeah. You know, just before we close, I, I think mm. what's really interesting is condominiums. You know, like people think that when they live in a condominium, they really won't have problems of pests. But I do want to make a comment. A lot of times if board of directors or even property manager are watching budgets, they may not be using the proper chemicals to keep their um, the garbage rooms clean and you know because they're trying to save on their budget but that is the worst place they can possibly be saving on their budget you know because the garbage rooms all the chutes everything has to be sanitized has to be cleaned yes otherwise you're going to find yourself with some kind of infestation of some pest through the building yes it's true and it's probably harder to get rid of them in a condo building like i mean they can just go from unit to unit they can i mean i i would say that the you know, you're looking at, in a condo setting, you're looking at definitely it's going to be bed bugs. Well, that's, <laughs> that's got to be one of right? the worst uh, scenarios in a, in a condo. It would be the bed bug problem. And you're going to have, uh, we find that a lot of problems with regard to roaches are around the units where there is a garbage chute. So they're actually climbing those chutes and getting up in there. And what about something called, there's a beetle of some sort that seems to be uh, a beetle. It's very small. You know, we, I actually, you know, on behalf of the Condo Owners Association, we get emails from time to time, and one in particular was some kind of a beetle. I can't remember. The carpet, variated carpet beetle, perhaps? Yes, yeah, that's exactly that type of thing. So, where is that coming from? Like, that was up on a higher floor as well. Right. So, you know, you may have, you may, the homeowner may have brought a carpet in from a different property. Or some carpeting, or they live off the uh, the box spring, the fabric that lines the bottom of the box spring. Sometimes they can start eating that thing. They, you may have a dog that's that's you know uh, shedding those dog hairs. They can live off the the hairs of the dog, for okay. example. So that's where the carpet beetles come. In. I've never even heard of that until just recently. Yes, carpet yes. beetles, and you know you may find uh, moths too. Like sometimes you'll mm-hmm. find a. a Kind of like a goldish, yellowish-looking moth called a clothes webbing moth. Same idea. It's not a beetle. It's a moth, but it it also creates the same kind of damage in fabrics. Uh, For example, you may have a nice suit in your closet. All of a sudden, one day... You open up the door and there goes your thousand dollar suit. You know. Oh wow! So, you for know sure. things like that, right? Yes, for sure. So yeah, years ago they used to have those uh, nasty mothballs. They smell awful. Yeah, not to leave. Yeah. <laughs> it so, works. But yeah. Another problem too that people find in in, in condos, uh, you may have a pantry moth, for example. You may have this little tiny moth that is in your kitchen cupboards flying around. Really? That okay. You could bring that from the store. You may have a bag of flour or some pasta that you haven't eaten for a while that has the egg in it. And, uh, you know, it sits there long enough. It creates uh, an Indian meal moth, it's called. So you want to you clean out your cupboards every so often, sanitize them, and uh, maybe even have a pheromone trap mm-hmm. that you can buy and just hang it in your condo unit mm-hmm. to try to uh, trap some of these moths mechanically. 
So one big shout out is if you do live in a condominium and you have any of these, you know what, do yourself a favor and everybody around you, get a hold of your property management and make sure that they uh, contact Joe Bruno of Snap Pest Control at 647-991-1803 or they can email snappestcontrol at gmail.com. Very important. I guess if they stop it before it goes any further and uh, travels around me, it would be a huge benefit down the road, wouldn't it, Joe? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You want to stop the station in its early stages. You don't want to wait too long because they can travel. They can literally go underneath the door and walk across the hallway and get into the next unit. Exactly. And then they're going to so, turn around and come right back because you're just such a nice... Now you've got two, uni- <laughs> two, two units to deal with. <laughs> you know well, what there, I mean? So. There you have it. Well, thank you so much, Joe, for coming Anytime. on the show Anytime. today. Really appreciate My it. My pleasure. <laughs> it was uh, fascinating. And uh, we couldn't have picked a better time for their uh, insight into pest control. Yes. This is the time of the year when mm-hmm. things start to happen. Animals start to move. Now you have to really have your guard out for uh, for pests, and um, you know we we've all got some kind of pest. Exactly. Well, yeah. you've heard it here on the Condo Expert. You've been listening to Linda Pinizzato. Have a wonderful day. Please be on the lookout for a pest that could be living in your home. Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo. When you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Hello there, it's Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. And you know, I have to thank you for tuning in, for checking in to Connect Me Radio. Every week we have the shows, you know, Wednesday and Friday nights at 7 p.m. And you can also listen to podcasts. So lindapinizzato slash podcast.com and, uh, you know, uh, lindapinizzato slash buzzsprout.com. And also iTunes, just type in Linda Pinizzato or Condo Expert. One thing I want to mention is, although the name is Condo Expert, I try to touch a lot of different subjects because, you know, one thing revolves to the next. I mean, you can talk about condos, you can talk about single family homes, you can talk about the market, the economy. You can talk about last week, it was about bugs and pest control. We've talked about mortgage financing, lawyers, the Condo Act Review, what's going on with our city hall, municipalities, provincial government. Today, the episode's been about modular homes. We touched on mobile homes. There isn't a subject that I can't touch on. And if you are interested in listening to something that has tweaked your mind and you just can't find the real information, please email linda at lindapinizzato.com because this is where you're going to get the information. And it's fun, it's exciting, and at any given time, just type in condoexpert.com and it will give you the total rundown of all the shows that have been out there. There's over 200 shows. Now's the time to learn more. As a realtor for the last 35 years, I've been so fortunate to learn so many different things about everything that we have talked about, and I'm here to help you. So thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato at The Condo Expert. Hope to hear from you soon, and have a wonderful, fabulous day. Oh, my computer crashed. 
Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, uh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. itmayday.com.